Welcome back everyone. My name is Ellen and this is Arthritis at Home. I'm the Programs Coordinator for Arthritis Consumer Experts and today I'm joined by Phyllis Gregg who is the Social Media and Administration Coordinator at Arthritis Consumer Experts. On top of being a team member, Phyllis spoke to Cheryl last week during the episode about her journey with osteoarthritis. Today I have the pleasure to speak with her and to learn from her about knee surgery, including some of the pre-operative lifestyle changes she had to make and some of the post-operative rehabilitation. So welcome, Phyllis. Hi, how are you? I'm great, Phyllis, and we're so excited to have you today. Can I ask, when did you decide to get surgery and what spurred that decision? I decided to get my surgery. Uh, my knee had been, my right knee had been hurting me pretty badly, but I actually had surgery on my uh, right uh, heel. And during that time, I tore my right meniscus in my knee, which of course swelled up like a balloon and it was time to get it done. And so that's when I made that decision that I had to have my knee done. And did you get a chance to speak with your surgeon beforehand? Did you have a consultation? And if so, what was that conversation like? I actually had several um about three consultations with him. That's fantastic. The one, yeah, the one great thing that my, it was my own uh, general practitioner that recommended uh, my surgeon. And because I actually asked her, I was my own advocate on asking uh, the questions. Yes. And so I started going there. And you know, at first they, they just did the cortisone shots before the surgery just to get me through and just keep me going. And finally they said, he said, Phyllis, We've done our last cortisone shot. Okay. And he goes, you have about five months to, uh, to do this. So at that time, and even before that though, I had asked for help, uh, some support, uh, from my person, my special, wonderful person. And because of, um, her, I had already started my new life. And I was bound and determined. He told he had told me and said, I don't think you're gonna be ready. And I told him, I'm gonna be ready. Yeah. And I was bound and determined that I was going to to do this. How did you get ready to implement those lifestyle changes? And you know, did you have some support on along the way? It sounds like you had a special someone in your life. I because of my physical limitations. Even during the exercise part, uh, on trying to get ready for this operation, it doesn't mean that I had I could I I had to do every single thing exactly the same the way it says in the book or the way it said in the video or anything else. If I I could no longer get on the floor, I could no longer kneel on the floor. I could no longer put any weight. I could no longer go upstairs. Um, to get for me to get upstairs, I had to turn around and scoot my butt up the stairs. That's how I got upstairs. That was unacceptable for me. I got myself prepared. And that was by starting out with just doing it while I was laying in bed doing stretches and that kind of, you know, just getting ready physically where I could get out of bed, where I could actually start my daily, my daily routine. Starting that exercise, it doesn't mean that I started gung-ho that, that first day. 
it meant that I was actually able to get out of bed. It meant that I could actually start. I did some walking. I did some stretching. I actually sat on my bed and I lifted my legs. Just lifted. That's all I did. I used no weights. I used, you know, um, uh, for my legs, I used no arm bands. I, I didn't use that stuff. I just start. All I did was start. That's all I did. But within me, I knew the final end result was getting below 300 pounds of where I could get my knee replaced. You have to remember in the last episode, I said, literally, I weighed 320 pounds. I knew where I had to be for my operation. By the time I had the surgery, I was at 275 is where I was. Yeah. I added one thing like every three days. Yeah. My third time during the week that I exercised, I went one step further. Uh, and then I, um, I did get myself, I knew in my heart and I know in my mind, I, you know, everybody thinks they're going to join a gym. They can go join a gym. They can go swimming at the YMCA. They can, you know what? I know for me, I'm never going to get my person in a car and drive down to a gym and, and, and me to get dressed and me to get, you know, it's not going to happen. I, I don't want to do it. I don't like doing it. So I made my environment here at my house. I have, my husband does not have a man cave. I've got a she cave. And my cave consists of my little workbench, yeah. workout, my workout bench. I have with my with my little weights now. Um, I have a recumbent bike now, uh, and which I use four times a day, or four times a day, four times a week. Excuse me. And I can, I've got a program on that thing that I can just set it, set it going. Uh, and I just go. And now I can exercise um, consistently up to an hour on Fridays. I have a balanced exercise where I'm in my hallway doing balanced exercises, whether it be walking, you know, toe-to-toe, toe-to-toe. Um, as standing up on one one foot and throwing a ball against the wall, so it's it's all changed out. It's all different. I mean, and but still, my surgeon was still. He really thought that I was not going to do well just because of my obesity. And I told him, "I'm going to prove you wrong." So that's what I did. I think we need to be really careful about, especially if you're a care provider, how we speak to our patients. I'm glad you took that challenge and really? owned it, but I can see how that could be so off-putting to many people. I have to speak not only for myself, I speak for others also when I'm speaking to my surgeon any longer or even my general practitioner. Um, they know that they're good at their jobs. Some of them don't have that great bedside manner. 
And when they don't, I actually will find somebody else. I ha I'm going to get help for me. Just as anybody wants to get help for themselves, everybody has a different personality. Uh, and when you, you find somebody that you can actually connect with, a doctor that you connect with, I do, I, and I have that team, but only because I write down everything before I go, mm -hmm. the symptoms I'm having, the things that, are, that, are, that I feel are wrong. There is in my family um, uh, predilection for um, for addiction uh, when it comes to any kind of painkiller or anything else. By the time I had my right knee done, I was taking painkillers. I didn't want to take painkillers. I didn't want to live my life like this. I that's the one thing that terrified me. It absolutely terrified me, and I did not want to be. I did not want to have any kind of, of where I needed something to get through my day. Not going to happen. I think you touch on a really important point where, you know, the, while we go to care or seek care, we have to understand that while you're being physically cared for, you also have to be emotionally cared for and psychologically cared for. And that space that you walk into has to, to be conducive to healing. And it's mm -hmm. not just, I'm going to a great surgeon who's really great technically. It That's not it. You're, you're allowed to, you know, have the things that you will say yes to and to draw those boundaries. No, I'm not going to take this medication. Nope. But you knew, right? So knowing that's what I'm, I'm, I'm hearing is, you know, you knew what you wanted. So I, I, you know, I want everyone to really, really ask themselves, right? What is that value that is underlying all of this and allowing it to, to you know, wear it, wear it on your shirt, like be proud of that. Just, I just don't want people to be afraid. If they take anything away from this, um, you just do what the surgeon says, but you, you just don't be afraid. Go, go forward with it. And uh, I, when I, the first day I was home, I actually at the hospital, when I went in, uh, the doctor told me, um, I actually made the decision. A lot of people will go out the same day, come home the same day. I actually made the decision to stay the night. Okay. I was actually able to do that. Only reason why is I wanted to see where my flexibility was that I could accomplish everything that I needed to accomplish without feeling rushed. And I could actually ask a lot more questions. Very good. When it came to rehabilitation, what are the things that I should do? What should I do at home? And a lot of times when you're rushed in someplace, you forget half the questions that you want to ask. Yes. And then you don't ask them. Yeah. So I actually ended up asking them and it made my recovery. I did exactly what they wanted me to do. Um, the only thing that I think people get concerned about is that there is a lot of swelling afterwards. And as long as you're icing, as long as you're doing, getting your leg up um, uh, often, uh, it, it's going to be, it's going to be fine. But walking is the biggest thing, getting up and doing it. I was on my walker. And this is just for me. This might not be for anybody else. For two days, I was on my cane. This is in my house. 
I used a cane after that for a couple of days. And then when I was in the house, because I had done, because I had prepared myself with my balance exercises, with my with my biking as long as I could go, with the different, with push-ups that I did on a table and not on the ground, you know, because I couldn't get on the ground. So I, I figured out ways to do different things. Um, I was actually able to walk around with no cane. After four days, I was walking in my house. The only place, I, of course, I was careful. As soon as I went outside, I always had some type of support. So I made sure my balance was correct outside. You know, so I think this is a great moment for us to actually take some time and share resources with uh, our audience. So here are some resources for everyone to check out. The three main goals of joint replacement surgery in arthritis are to reduce pain, to prevent joint damage, and to improve one's ability to function day to day, whether that's playing with grandchildren or doing chores around the house. It's important to acknowledge that there's a lot involved in preparing for knee surgery. So we suggest you get started early and you really sit down and plan the process. For example, working with a physical therapist to strengthen the body may help with the recovery process. Managing expectations can be done by learning more about the pre-operative rehab and post-operative rehabilitation. Next, pain and discomfort is to be expected, but speak to your healthcare provider on how you can manage pain and discomfort and maybe when is a little bit too much. Next, create a support network. As Phyllis had said, one of the most integral parts of her success was this step right here. And finally, prepare your home, right? Make sure that everything is in place so that your transition can be as seamless as possible. Next, we have here a resource from Bone and Joint Canada that was published in 2001. This entire toolkit, which will be linked, you know, shares a vast amount of information. And what we have on screen here is simply a continuum of the acute post-operative care all the way to follow-up and discharge and some things or steps to consider. And finally, additional learning resources to check out. So we hope everyone enjoyed this episode of Arthritis at Home and find some of the key takeaways really rich and powerful and helpful. And Phyllis, I wanna thank you again for sharing your journey with us. And before we you know, finish, can I ask, do you have any closing words, any suggestions that may help our audience or somebody who is also about to head on, on their own uh, knee journey? Uh, for that person that's gonna be on their own as taking their journey, Write down as many questions as you want to. Don't be afraid to ask them of your surgeon. They're going to be open and honest with you and do everything they say and then do a little bit more and you'll have a total success. Words of wisdom. Thank you so much, Phyllis, for your time. And with that, we're going to encourage everyone to check out next week's episode and all of the other ones in our library. Take care and have a great rest of your day. Bye.